Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a climbing coach, business coach, and brain rewiring certified coach. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things climbing, business growth, and brain rewiring from a holistic point of view. You can hear more from me over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching and on my website, ladybetacoaching.com. You can find freebies for training for climbing, building your business, and brain rewiring over there. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I have a very special episode for you. We will be talking all about Leavenworth. Leavenworth, Washington is one of my all-time favorite places. I am continually drawn back to this area year after year. I've been climbing here for about, ooh, almost 13 years at this point. It is such a special place. It is absolutely stunning. There is a lot of history here, and I actually have my apartment here, um, at least through November anyway. So it's somewhere that I really like to spend time in, and there is world-class bouldering, there's world-class alpine climbing, there's just seriously so much here. There's so much rock and there's so much beauty and I'm so excited to be able to share some of this with you today. We're going to be going over a little bit of a background about the town. We're going to be talking about the season, so when are the good times, when's the good time to climb here, where to stay, what to do, I mean other than rock climbing, what to climb. So I'm going to give you some classics or must-do recommendations for the grades. I'm also going to talk a little bit about intro to the grades so at least V4 to V8. These are things that I wouldn't necessarily consider soft, but they are good confidence boosters and builders so that you can start regularly getting into that grade more. And I'm also going to share where to eat or grocery shop. So something that I want you to keep in mind for this episode is this is all from my personal experience. This is not the final end-all be-all review of Leavenworth. Um, My hope with this episode is that I can spread a little bit of excitement about a climbing area that I love so much. I get so many questions about Leavenworth, and I'm hoping with this episode, it can actually become a resource that I can give to people, that you can share with other people as well, so they can learn a little bit more about the town. I get probably at least two, three DMs per day asking me what climbs to get on, where to stay in Leavenworth, when the season is. So again, hoping that this can be a really concrete resource for my listeners, for my audience, and for other people looking to come to the area as well. So before we go ahead and get into the episode, some updates from me. If you've been listening lately, you know we've been talking all things business growth. If you are an online business owner, you're going to want to listen up because Spots for Ignite, my 12-week business accelerator program are opening on Monday. If you're listening to this on the day that comes out, which is going to be October 21st, 2021, we are flying through this year, spots to the waitlist are opening on the 25th. This is going to be the early bird pricing. So if you're not yet on the waitlist, I would go ahead and do that. I will put a link in the show notes where you can hop on the waitlist. You'll lock in your $500 discount and you'll be the first to know when spots open. I'm not opening this to the public until until the 30th of the month. So it'll be at that higher price point as well. So if you want to get in on this round of Ignite, I'm so excited to be relaunching this. The last round that I did as a group program went fantastic. There were such incredible business owners in there. They all witnessed such big transformations, not only in their businesses, but in themselves as well. Showing up more confidently, making more money, being able to set boundaries more efficiently and effectively, being able to use their voice and really over 
overcoming that fear of being seen, showing up for themselves in their businesses. Oh, it was so good. It was so incredible to see these shifts happen for these business owners and be able to really guide them through the entire process. In Ignite, we go through every single step of your business. We go through how to start your business. So things like the legal and the financial information that you'll need to get up and running and off the ground. We talk all about how to identify who you want to be working with because it's really important. If you're trying to talk to everyone, you're effectively talking to no one. Having a niche and having a very specific subset of the population to work with is how you're actually going to get things off the ground. We're going to be talking all about how to create an offer to serve that ideal client that you're looking to target, how to really come up with something that people cannot wait to pay you for. We're going to be talking about how to launch that offer. Super important. It is not one of those things that if you build it, they'll come. With owning an online business, you have to constantly be promoting and marketing yourself and your services. Marketing might sound like a bit of a scary word, but I promise it's not. We break down everything, how to market, how to promote, how to launch inside the program as well so that you have a very clear laid out plan for you. If you're somebody that really likes very strategic things, this is going to be great for you. I actually have a calendar in there as well for one of the homework exercises that you can plan out your entire launch, put dates down. And I think seeing it visually is really helpful as well. We're going to go into money mindset, super important, how to sell out your offers. Oh, yes. And then you can actually start scaling, raising your prices after that, and how to really show up confidently inside your business. So if you are a business owner, if you are wanting to own a business, like you have a really good idea, you have something that you're just constantly being led to, you keep coming back to it, and you just know that this could be a thing if only you had those steps laid out for you, this program is for you. If you are an online business owner and you are not yet hitting consistent 5k months in your business, this is also for you. So there are two different ways that you can join this program. The first is by combining Ignite. So that is the 12-week coaching program that is done completely online at your own pace where we have modules each and every week. We have homework, everything to keep you on track to help you implement. And that also includes 12 weeks of coaching. Super important to actually be able to have people that are in the same place as you, be able to understand where you're at, get guidance from me, guidance from other people as well, and really just go through this program with people that understand you. I think sometimes when you're running a business, it can feel really lonely. You can feel really isolated because you talk to like your parents or your siblings or your friends and they're like, yeah, I like don't really like get it. Or they give you some type of advice that you're like, oh shit, should I change everything and do that? And like, you're not even asking people who are doing the same thing as you. And then all of a sudden you're second guessing all of your decisions. So it really is important to have community and be surrounded by like-minded people, people that understand that, hey, I really want to make an impact, but I also want to make an impact income from the impact that I'm making. The second option to join Ignite, so if you're somebody that has gotten your business off the ground but you have not yet hit those 5k months consistently, you can also just join the coaching call. So again, 12 weeks of coaching, get tons of support from me, from the other people in the group. You get 24-7 messaging support from me to be able to answer any of your questions and get a ton of support along the way. We'll be officially getting started late November and everything wraps up a couple weeks before that. So if you are wanting to be the first to know when spots open and to save your $500 discount off of enrollment, make sure you join the waitlist. Again, that link will be in the show notes and I am so damn excited. 
so excited for this group to get started. Okay, let's go ahead and dive into the official Leavenworth episode. So let's start with a little background, so about the town. Right now, Leavenworth, it's a Bavarian-themed town. It's right by Wenatchee, and it's at the edge of the Wenatchee Mountains. So if you want to think about it on a map, you have Seattle and Washington on the very left-hand side, the very west-hand side, and you have Spokane on the very east-hand side. Leavenworth is somewhere about in the middle of those. So it's actually about a two-hour drive from Seattle and three from Spokane. So the town leaders in the 1960s, they actually turned the town, they voted to turn the town into a Bavarian-themed town to draw tourists. They were actually struggling. A lot of the major railroads had been diverted from Leavenworth, and the town was really struggling. There's such an amazing and gorgeous backdrop here. They really thought it was similar to Bavaria in Germany, which I would have to agree, I've been there and it's absolutely stunning. So they voted to turn it into a Bavarian-themed town just to kind of see if it could revive the town, and turns out it absolutely did. Leavenworth attracts more than a million tourists a year, and you can definitely see that when you come to town. This is, it's a tourist town, hands down. Um, for me, when I live here and spend time here, I actually tend to avoid Leavenworth during the weekends. Um, I'll take, like, kind of, like, the side roads and avoid the main area of town because it can get really crowded and really congested. The main road going through downtown has actually been blocked off, I think, for at least the last year-ish, maybe more. So, they they don't let anybody drive through there anymore. They used to, but now it's pedestrian access only. So if that gives you a bit of idea, this town is really designed for people shopping, you know, coming here. Oktoberfest is a huge draw for a lot of people and really just people spending time in a very gorgeous area. So a little bit about the rock. So it's granite mainly. So it ranges from fine-grained to a little bit chunkier texture in some areas like Mountain Home. There are three main areas for bouldering here. That's what we're going to be talking about specifically is the bouldering. I am certainly not the expert on sport climbing or alpine climbing. We're just going to focus on, on what I know here. So there are good climbing in all three of the areas. So we have Icicle River, which is going to be the largest area. We have Swiftwater, and then we also have Mountain Home. So Mountain Home is the smallest concentration of climbs, but they are, they're pretty good up there. Um, again, it has that chunkier texture and the views, holy shit. You can kind of see the entire town, the backdrop, the mountain just really opens it up. It is absolutely stunning. So like I mentioned, it's about two hours from Seattle and three from Spokane. I'm just letting you know that because they both have major airports that you can potentially fly into. Um, so for me, if I have a choice, I actually choose to fly into Spokane just because there's much less traffic when you're trying to drive from Spokane to Leavenworth than there is from Seattle to Leavenworth but that's a personal preference. And if you're flying and looking to rent pads, the Riverfront Rock Gym in Wenatchee, so that's about 35-ish minutes away, has pad rentals. I think they start at $20 a day, and then the day after that is $10. Check their website for pricing, but that can be a really great option as well if you're not somebody that wants to, like, check their pads and fly with your pads. So let's talk a little bit about the season. So spring and fall are particularly 
amazing. You can climb most of the year here, but winter is very cold and summer can be very hot, um, ranging from 90 to 100 degrees. So I would really stick to those spring and fall, especially if you are trying to climb hard things. Um, it's a lot harder to climb hard things when it's warmer out. This is just, this is just what it is. So May and October tend to be really amazing. Um, for me, those are my two favorite months in Leavenworth. They tend to really provide. I know a lot of people might think that it rains a lot here because we're in Washington, but it actually isn't very wet, especially compared to Seattle. And you can actually climb through a decent amount of rain. Um, you do have to be careful. Please do not climb here when it is pouring or if it has just poured. Granite is also very fragile, but you can usually find a different direction facing boulder or go climb in a cave or something a little bit more overhung. So it's usually good to go even when the weather forecast doesn't look that great. It doesn't tend to be overly humid, except for today when I went to try my project, it was like 71% humidity and like kind of sprinkling. And I was like, Maybe it's not today, but I would just keep an eye on the weather forecast and kind of what I've found even when living here is that a lot of the times the weather doesn't really add up to what's happening outside. So I think it's worth it to just kind of like go and see. And I've had some days where the weather has looked particularly bad on the app or the website that I'm looking on and I go climb and I'm like, actually, that was like pretty great. I've also had the opposite happen. So I would just really keep an eye on it and kind of have backup plans as you do with most things. Um, really look at the guidebook. I would highly recommend getting the guidebook. There was a first edition and then the second edition by Kelly Sheridan. That's a really great resource. I have two copies. I have one that leaves the house and goes climbing with us and then one that just stays as like a library um, type of thing because I just like to have my nice copy there. But what I would really do is kind of come up with a main objective and then maybe a backup plan and really look at, you know, the directions that things are facing. I think that that's super important as well. The good thing is that there's there's such a big and large concentration of boulders that you can usually find a lot of things to go climb on. So for me, if it's sprinkling and I really feel the need or urge to climb, I'll go somewhere like the Schist Cave. Um, usually Immortal Techniques is dry or the Raging Bull area. So just know that there are options if you do decide to go climb. Okay, moving on to where to stay. This is probably the question that I get the most and I'm hoping this can be a really great resource for people that I can point them towards. So there are tons of hotels here because it's a tourist town. Um, for me, I've stayed in a couple of them and they were like, you know, pretty nice. I've stayed in one really shitty one as well. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily recommend the hotels. Of course you can if you want to. Um, there are also some Airbnb rentals, though I believe the city has laws around renting things out. I think they have a cap on the percentage of houses that can be used as vacation rentals. So just keep that in mind as well. And usually the prices on those are really far blown out, um, especially during like fall Oktoberfest. So I would just like keep that in mind. I would probably plan on camping. So there are a couple different camping places and the first one is going to be the KOA. So Campgrounds of America. This one is located pretty close to town. Um, I've stayed here before. I stayed here for over a week. I was in one of the tent camping sites. It has internet, which is really great. It's going to be one of the only camping spots that has internet. So they take really great care of the facility. There's showers, laundry there. You know, you can pretty much do everything there if you're somebody that like lives in a van or, you know, 
enjoys the tent camping life, I think the KOA can be a really great um, potential. It, it is a little bit more, I think, costly than some of the campgrounds further up, but for me personally, it was worth it. Other places to stay, so you have Eight Mile Campground or Bridge Creek Campground. Those are going to be further up Icicle Canyon, so that's one of the climbing areas. So if you are somebody that doesn't really like to come back to town a lot, or you don't care that you don't have service, you can stay there. Um, those are also pretty nice campsites. They have outdoor restrooms that you can use and usually have very flat spots for camping. I believe you can also stay there um, in a van or a truck pop-up camper as well. Again, those don't have service. Um, I, they do have fire ring pits and I think picnic tables, so keep that in mind. There are other campgrounds further up the road, so even further than those ones as well, but keep in mind that Later on in the year, I believe like around November, the road actually shuts down around 8, 9, 10 miles, so you actually can't go further up the road. Um, the camping also stops, I believe, around November, so you'll just have to check the website for that. I think that um, continually making a practice of checking what's open and available is a really good idea. There are turnouts up past 10 miles on Icicle Creek Canyon that I've stayed in many times if you are looking to not pay for camping. So this is, don't take this the wrong way, I am not saying this to be a dick. If you are somebody that camps and climbs currently in Leavenworth, this is my personal opinion, do not stay in the Forest Lands parking lot. Um, I highly recommend that you do pay for camping or drive further up the road for free camping. So this is how we retain access, by following the rules. I know a lot of people camp in the Forest Lands parking lot, and honestly, I just, I think it makes us look really bad. I think it makes us look careless, and we don't necessarily care if our access is threatened by that. You know, there are rules in place for a reason, so that's just like my little PSA. If you're not wanting to pay for camping, just go further up the road, because there are tons of pullouts. Again, making sure that you're checking that there aren't, you know, signs posted for no camping, um, they're pretty clear or you're not parking in front of somebody's driveway. So let's talk a little bit about what to do. So other than rock climbing, okay, that's going to be a big one that'll probably fill most of your time. Um, there is really great hiking there because the scenery is so beautiful. I really love the Icicle Ridge Trail and Snow Lakes Trail. Cold Chuck is a must do in warmer weather. It is absolutely stunning. I think it's like eight miles round trip and you get to see the beautiful mountain with the lake, Cold Chuck Lake right in front of it. It is 10 out of 10, highly recommend, must do. You can also explore town, so get a pretzel or a beer. Sleeping Lady Resort is absolutely beautiful. They have food and coffee there as well. I would highly recommend checking that out. That is on Icicle Canyon, so as you're coming back from the climbing, you can make a stop there. They have a cute little gift shop, and there's also a taffy shop on Tumwater, so as you're driving out to Swiftwater, the, the bouldering there, that's one of the roads that you would potentially take if you're driving from Seattle, so there's a little, like, candy taffy shop. That's something that you can also check off your list of fun things to do. It's fall time in Leavenworth and the absolute worst thing is when your skin just can't quite keep up with the boulders that you wanna climb. So what I've been doing lately is I've actually been doubling up on the amount of collagen that I've been taking and my all-time favorite one, you know I'm gonna say it, 
fizzy vantage. So this is created by climbers for climbers. So what I really notice with the fizzy vantage collagen is that it actually regenerates and renews my skin so much faster than when I don't take it. I've actually gotten my boyfriend hooked on this as well and he's like, wow, I think I'm actually noticing a difference. So collagen can be really great for hair, skin, nails, gut health, tons of functions in the body. And for me, the way that I really like to take collagen is I put a scoop in my coffee, the unflavored. Um, you can experiment with the peach mango flavor in your coffee if you want. Don't come back. Don't don't at me if it's not good. But I really love the unflavored one in my coffee, just one scoop in the morning. And then I also take another scoop right before bedtime. I call it like my before bed or my bedtime elixir. So I usually put it in a little bit of tea, my infamous collagen tea latte. You can do a caffeine-free one if you're doing it before bed. If you need a middle of the day pick me up, I'll often also make a tea to go out to the crag or to go out and boulder. I'll just steep some tea, put some collagen in, a little bit of non-dairy creamer for me because I'm non-dairy. I've really been loving the French vanilla nut pods. Shake it all up, bring it out, and it's been really great, especially since it's been getting a lot colder lately in Leavenworth, so it's been really awesome to have a hot drink, kind of rejuvenate me, and know that I'm helping with the actual formation of my tendons and ligaments while I'm climbing as well. So if you want to go ahead and try out the Fizzy Vantage Collagen, you can use code LADYBETA for 15% off. That's all one word, LADYBETA for 15% off. You can go over to fizzyvantage.com and check out their other products as well. I really love their plant-based PowerPlex protein. Super great. I also really love their Endure X. That's to be used during a workout to actually keep blood flow and to be able to recover quicker between attempts. Fizzy Vantage works with tons of climbers and high-level elite athletes, so they really know what they're doing. If you go ahead and try out their products, tag me on Instagram in a story, and I can't wait to see what you tried. And let's get to the good stuff. So let's talk about the climbing. So for me, Leavenworth is... One of my all-time favorite places to climb. It is probably my absolute favorite place to climb, actually, and I have climbed a lot of places. I love the granite. I love how particular it is. Um, it's very also temperamental. So I just think you have to be really strong and really technically sound to climb well on granite, and I love that it demands that of me. So Again, just as a reminder, as a as a disclaimer, if you will, this is my personal experience, and if I'm recommending things and you've tried them or you go to try them and you don't like them, that's okay. Um, again, this is my personal experience on these. I'm just putting things out there that I have enjoyed, that I've found to be really fun, really challenging, and things that I think other people need to get on if they come to visit. So let's first go into the classics or must-do of the grades. So in this, I went V2 to V8 just because those are the grades that I have a lot of experience with. I didn't want to go much higher than V8 because I actually even, I haven't done any nines here. They all feel really hard for me and I've only done 110 so far. Hopefully that changes, you know, in the near future, but I want to talk about what I really know about. So classics or must do of the grades, if you come to visit here, you got to get on these. So V2, we're talking the fin 
Sleeping Lady, and Sunny and Steep. These are so good. Each one of these is incredibly fun. They're all located in different areas. Again, having the guidebook would be really great. And if you don't already and haven't been taking notes, I would. This would be a really great podcast episode to get your notebook out and make some notes on things that you think sound really fun, especially if you are either heading here or planning to make a trip here. So the V3 range, we have Raging Bull, Drugstore Cowboy, and The Sword. Great awesome climbs. V4, we have Claim Jumper, Crimp Crimp Slap Throw, Darth Maul, Feel the Pinch, Fridge Center, Fridge Right, Ice House, The Real Thing, The Physical, The Pocket, and Yosemite Highball. Um, there are so many classic V4s here. It is actually hard to pick. Um, V4, in my opinion, is where things start getting really real. V4s here tend to be quite hard and quite demanding. There are actually fours here that I haven't done and I've projected like furiously. So yeah, if you're getting into V4s, like good on ya. V5, we have Alfalfa or Spanky, Occam's Razor, Schist Cave Right, and Unearthed. Unearthed is actually V5 slash 6, but I kind of consider it more of a V5, and it is hella fun. In the V6 range, we have Dark Hollow, we have Waco Crimper, Sling Blade, and Cruise Control. So good. These climbs are so good. V7 range, we have Emperor's Lightning, Heartbreaker, Nosebleed, and Twister. Really good boulders, uh, really, really solid for the grade on all of those. We have in the V8 range, Right Angles, Scrambled Eggs, Millennium Traverse, which I just did recently and had so much fun on that, and Kelly's Bulge. Okay, so hopefully that gives you a good idea of things that to get on just a little general brainstorming here things that I personally have found really really fun um and kind of I think I've said this before but as a reminder I am five foot three I have a negative one ape index I climb very dynamically um especially for a female so this is just again my personal preferences things that I found really fun and I do think it is worth getting on harder grades than maybe what you've been climbing before because you never know what's gonna fit you so this leads us right into the intro to the grades. So again, these are not soft. These are good confidence builders so that you can actually gain confidence and try more boulders in that grade range to start kind of like building up your base. And I think for me, the, the mental side of climbing is so much more important than the physical side. Like physically, you can be so capable, but if you don't actually believe that you can do it, like A, you're probably not gonna get on it, and B, you're probably not gonna do it if you don't actually think that you can. So for this, I went V4 to V8, and just really wanted to provide a couple of options for those of you looking to break into a new grade range. My recommendations for V4 are Toto, or Tiger Lily Wright. For V5, it would be Schist Cave Wright. For V6, it's Waco Crimper or Ouchies. Got two choices there. For V7, we have Emperor's Lightning or Slice of Cake. For V8, we have Waco Crimper Low. And I put Hell in a bucket here, or maybe it's Hell in a basket. I can't actually remember. It says it's V8 in the guide, but for me, it it certainly didn't feel V8. So if you're somebody that just like really needs to get that grade, um, that maybe goes more around like V4, V5. 
five-ish. But again, these are recommendations so that you can start getting into the grade and feel more confident and then hopefully get on other things that are the same grade and really start challenging yourself. So when I like to think of grades, I really think of things on a spectrum because I've tried some V8s here in Leavenworth that I'm like, oh yeah, like that, that kind of went down like really fast. And then I think of other V8s. Um, for example, I'm thinking of like Kobe tie and that's like one of the hardest boulder problems I think I've ever tried. So it really, just think of it more of like a spectrum. It's not necessarily like, oh, this thing feels really hard. Therefore, this can't possibly be the same grade. Like things can, I think, can sit on the easier you know, end of the grade range and then on the harder end of the grade range as well. So let's get into where to eat, where to grocery shop. This is not going to be a completely exhaustive, comprehensive list. Again, this is just like my personal experience, the things that I've really liked. So for grocery stores, there's a couple of different options in town. You have Safeway and you have Dan's. Um, I don't love Dan's, to be really honest. I like Safeway a lot more. That's just, again, my personal preference. You also have Sage Mountain Natural Foods right across the street from Safeway and this is kind of like a co-op style. It has natural organic food, vegetables, they have some pre-made foods and really good bread. Um, I fucking love this store. I go here all the time um, and especially since right now it's walking distance from my apartment, like you bet I'm there almost every day. So those are kind of my top two again, Safeway and then Sage Mountain Natural Foods. If you're willing to drive a little bit further for a larger selection and you're into the co-op natural food things, Wenatchee Natural Foods in Wenatchee is amazing. Highly recommend if you want to like stock up on things or if you're going, you know, to the gym to rent pads or if you're going to the gym on like a really rainy couple of days, like highly would recommend stopping by there. It's really close to the gym as well. And I think that like for me, I just like browsing. I like grocery shopping. It's one of my favorite things. So in terms of restaurants, Leavenworth has so many restaurants. Again, it's a tourist town. So this is kind of what they specialize in. You're going to get a lot of German and Bavarian food here. That's just, you know, going to go with the theme of the town. So you have places that are going to be catering to that, things like the Munchen House. So there are a lot of sausages here. This place is awesome. Like, highly recommend to go get a sausage from there. I believe they have plant-based options as well, but that's going to be like one of my number one picks for food. I also really love Yodelin. Holy shit, their food is so good. They have everything. Um, they have a really big focus on natural food and like really nourishing food. So they have a lot of like broths and soups. They have this really amazing chicken rice bowl that I always get. So good. Yodelin, absolutely love it. I'm actually wearing my Yodelin sweatshirt right now because I love it so much. There's also Heidelberger, which is more like quickie food. So it's kind of like, think McDonald's, but like upgraded. So that's a really classic Leavenworth stop as well. In terms of if you're going to be getting coffee, the Argonaut, highly recommend. They have amazing coffee. They have scones. They have breakfast things. I believe they have breakfast burritos, but I've heard they're really spicy. So if you're not a person that likes spice, kind of just watch out for that. They have actually two locations in Leavenworth. They have one that's right before the turn off to go to Icicle Canyon. That's kind of like their main shopping location. And then they have like a little drive-through, although now it's a walk-through window downtown. There's also J5 coffee, which is really good. And then if you're looking to get like some dessert or like a send treat, or you just like really like ice cream, um, I would go to Via Dolce Gelato exceptionally good. Um, I got sorbet there after I sent my first V10 and was like, oh yeah, living the good life right now. Um, in terms of like cider or beer, this is a, this is a, 
big drinking town. They, they have a lot of that here. There are lots of restaurants and there are lots of breweries and there are lots of bars. So for me, I especially love Bushel and B. They have amazing ciders. They have a really cute outdoor seating section. And I just, I, I love the atmosphere there. I think they do a really great job. And there's also Icicle River Brewing that has um, a ton of beers on tap and they usually have um, rotating new ones in and out as well. And that's kind of like Leavenworth's iconic brewery right there. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you. This was really fun for me to put together, we're going to call it in quotes, show notes, because I was like, wow, I actually know a shit ton about this town and don't really need to do a, a lot of research or anything. And again, this is just like my personal experience. This is a town that I feel very connected with and have spent so much time here over the years. It is a seriously magical place. And I think anybody that comes and climbs, like you're probably going to leave with a smile on your face because it's just that type of place. The climbing is just super fun. You're probably going to wreck your skin. That's just, you know, the nature of granite. That's just kind of what happens. So make sure you bring a lot of your rhino skin repair because you're going to be probably needing it. If you loved this episode, go ahead and do me a favor and share it with somebody. So this could be your climbing partner, it could be your best friend, your boyfriend, whoever you want to visit Leavenworth with. I would seriously appreciate you spreading the word about this episode. And if you want to tag me on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching, I would love to see what you're enjoying about the episode and be able to repost it. If you haven't yet left a rating and a review on iTunes, it only takes a couple of seconds and I so appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next episode. Thank you.